0: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
1: Over the top cycling Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas on the line with Kelsey Reagan and Sarah Cooper, fresh off the Sebring 24. Fresh? Are you fresh?
2: <laughs> I'm a little more rested. I don't know about fresh.
1: Kelsey, how'd you survive?
3: <laughs> oh, better than Sarah, um, but I was pretty tired. It took a couple of days to catch up on sleep.
1: So, Sarah, what was your goal going into Sebring?
2: 470 to 480 miles.
1: And, Kelsey, were you pretty confident she'd be able to get that? Had you communicated what the goals were before the race started?
3: Um, I can of knew that she was in really good shape. She's been training a lot more than last year. And so I figured that she would, whenever she sets a goal, she usually comes pretty close to it. So
1: Yeah. I had to laugh a surprise. little bit Sarah, because uh, all you were saying was, well, you know, I've been riding my fat bike.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just so hard to, to put a goal out there and say that's what I'm going for when I, I train indoors a lot and then I train outdoors on a bike that isn't the bike that I'm going to be racing. I mean, in, internally I'm very confident in my training and what I do. It's just it was kind of hard to throw that number out there.
1: <laughs> now, did you feel actually stronger from riding the other bike and doing a lot of training outdoors in the snow?
2: Well, I felt stronger really just because of the last year of training that I've done. I don't I don't know how much the heavier bike played into that um but just i've i've put in some really solid training my power numbers are really good and i i felt really confident going into this race and honestly this is the first race in so many races that i wasn't injured in any way <laughs> so i i was really hoping for a good day out there
1: kelsey one of the things you said that really impressed me was one of the things that stood out to you about Sarah's performance was her consistency. How did that continue throughout the night?
3: Uh, she stayed on pace pretty well. Um, she was averaging close to 20 miles per hour in each lap. Um, there are a couple that are a little bit slower, but, um, she always picked it up after that. So
1: Sarah, how did you feel about your consistency?
2: I Felt really good about how the whole race went. Um, <clears throat> I had some trouble in the short loop. I don't know if anyone noticed the the drop in my or the <clears throat> the longer times on some of the short loops, but there was a fire on uh, in the afternoon on one of the orchards and the smoke um, started to bother me really early into those short loops and then a big fire broke out in the afternoon and there were fire trucks and smoke and you can see in, in some of my finished pictures there's actually fur all over my nose. <laughs> so I had asthma and I was wheezing pretty badly. I I didn't I, I really couldn't wait to get off the short loop and get back on the track. So once I got on the track, the air quality was much better and I was able to pick my speed up. And I had I had some lulls during the night too. Um but what was different this year than in previous years is I was able to pick my pace back up. Um, So to me, that represented a huge improvement in my endurance and just my ability to handle these longer events is that I can recover from these lulls instead of just kind of drifting off until the end of the event. So,
1: but you handled the sleeplessness pretty well.
2: Oh yeah, the sleep stuff doesn't really bother me, at least for a 24 hour event.
1: And Kelsey, how about you? Because this is really the first time you've been at an event where you haven't been racing.
3: Yeah, um, it's hard to stay awake when you're just staying there, but um, I set an alarm for 10 minutes because um, it was taking her about um, 11 to 12 minutes to do each lap, so I was able to stay be reminded to be alert when she came around each time.
1: Now, Sarah, I know the women's upright record was important to you. How about uh, the overall placing?
2: Um, you know, I, I didn't even really think about that going into it. Um, I, I didn't find out where I was overall until I finished. I, I knew that I was right up there cause the only guys that were passing me were, um, Marco, um, Damon Taffy and then Eric Newsholm. So I knew I was, I was doing pretty well.
1: And where did you end up? Third overall. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> And uh, how far ahead of the second-placed woman were you?
2: Uh, Gosh, I don't know. I'd have to look at the results. It was quite a ways.
1: Now, Kelsey, were you aware of Sarah's position throughout?
2: A little bit.
3: Um, They had online results, but they weren't being updated very frequently. It was only like every half hour, an hour. Um, So I was kind of just paying attention to Sarah's mileage and not anyone else's, but I knew that she was pretty high up there.
1: And that wasn't really anything that was concerning you, correct, Sarah?
2: No, I was I was mostly concerned with staying on my, my goal and breaking my record, not, not so much my position within the field. And how did you
1: put that together? Was it on lap time, or were you really focusing on your average speed?
2: Power. It's all power. done by power.
1: And your total mileage was?
2: Uh, well, Kelsey will have to help me remember four seventy-nine point something. Point four. Point four. Point yeah. four. Okay.
1: That's not bad for really having a target of four seventy to four eighty.
2: No, that was that was good enough. Um, that last missing loop kind of haunts me, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could have just gotten out one more in, but uh, not enough time. Not fast enough.
1: <laughs> How much time was left when you came in?
2: I think just eight minutes, and uh, my fastest loop on on the track had been ten something. So yeah, there was there was no way I was going to make it around eight minutes.
1: And Sebring doesn't count partial laps.
2: No, no, you got to finish the full lap.
1: Now, what did you eat? Did you try anything different this year? I know you're getting ready for race across the West. We're following you as you uh, prepare for that race, and we're going to follow you through and following the race. Um, But any differences to your diet, nutrition?
2: Yeah, I've I've completely changed my nutrition plan from last year to this year. At the front part of the race, I used primarily CarboPro with, with gel and then I supplement with electrolytes and then my plan for the night was to continue with that and then add in um, some protein powder and some other stuff just to uh, keep me from getting hungry. When I pulled in to to ask for that um, Kelsey had taken a break and um, Mark the other guy that was helping crew was going to mix that up for me and Ruben Randall was there and I, I said you know, I'd really rather have a cheeseburger. (laughs) And he's like, well, I'll go get you a cheeseburger. (laughs) So Ruben ran off and got me a couple cheeseburgers, and that was the first time I'd ever eaten anything like that during a race. And I was a little worried about it. I thought, you know what the hell, I'm just going to give this a try. (laughs) And it actually worked out. It worked out fine, and it was fun.
1: And Kelsey, how did you feel about that? I mean, here you've been keeping her on her specific diet.
3: Um, I feel like that late in the race, um, you just kind of give in to your food cravings and it doesn't really matter that much as long as you're eating something.
1: I'd say I have to agree with you 100%. So what did you celebrate with food wise when the race was over, Sarah?
2: Oh gosh, um... It was off the bike and pack the bike and get to the airport. It was there was no celebrating. <laughs> I had a I had a six PM flight. So wow. we we went through I think a McDonalds drive through just to get something and then she took me to the airport and I really didn't eat anything until Monday.
1: <laughs> and Kelsey, did you drive?
3: Um yeah, sort of. Um, my dad happened to be in Fort Myers at the same time, so I was able to take his car and um, pick up Sarah and take her to the race and back. So it worked out really well. Oh, nice. And so I'm still here. I'm staying here until it gets warm back in the Midwest.
1: <laughs> oh, you're still in Florida. Yeah. So, Sarah, how is your recovery going, and when are you going to start training again?
2: Uh, I'll be back on the bike tomorrow. Um I feel much better now. I actually managed to get some sleep. When I got home Sunday, I got home at midnight. I didn't even make it up the stairs to my bed. I literally dropped my stuff and laid down on the couch and slept for a couple hours. And then I had to get up and get my kids off to school and all that stuff. So <laughs> it's been a lot of running around and um, not so much resting. But I feel better today, and, and I'll be back on the bike tomorrow.
1: Kelsey, what do you felt you learned from this race that's going to help you as a racer?
2: Um, it's just really
3: inspiring to crew for a race and see it from the other side. Um, Sarah's performance was really incredible. Like it's probably one of the best performances by any woman in ultra cycling. And there's not even very many men who can do 480 miles in a day. So, um, it was really fun to be on that side of it.
1: And Kelsey, what's going to be your next event?
3: Um, I signed up for Dirty Hansa, so I'm hoping to do really well there. Um, and I'm also hoping to do the, um, 511 in the Fussies Creek 511 in Texas. That's in April. So those are my plans so
1: far. And Sarah, how about you? Are you heading on to the gravel or do you have another road race coming up?
2: Uh, no, my next event is Trans-Iowa, which is all gravel.
1: And when is that? Late April. And then are you going to be going to Minnesota for the Almanzo in May?
2: I haven't decided yet. Um, my raw crew and I are, are planning a, a training weekend that weekend. So it would literally be get off the bike in Minnesota, and drive home, sleep a couple hours, and then try and get together with them to do some training. So I'm not sure that's going to be the best plan. I may have to miss it this year.
1: Now are you a little bummed that Kelsey's not going to be on your raw crew?
2: Yeah, she was on great crew, but with her being a farmer, she's gotta be she's gotta be home in the summer and it, it would be hard for her to be away in June.
3: Okay. I'm sure there will be other events I'll be able to help Sarah with though. I'm definitely in for future adventures with her.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, like
3: we had a great time
2: together.
1: You just mm-hmm. couldn't have had a better weekend, it sounds like.
2: Yeah, it all went really well. Logistically, it came together, and we both had fun, and the weather was decent. It was, it was all good.
1: All right. Well, Kelsey Reagan and Sarah Cooper, thanks very much for uh, giving up a little sleep to chat with us this evening.
3: <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> thank Jordan. you.
1: Over the top cycling Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.